0: Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Friday. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And thank you, everybody, no matter where you are tuning in, all you podcasters out there. Keep spreading the word, getting people informed, Uh, Phoenix, Colorado, uh, you name it, all over the country. Heck, we are all over the world. That's right. Patriots gone global. Uh, So welcome to all of our listeners. It's another move higher in the gold markets. What a week. Now, it's it's not like gold's up $100 this week. I mean, it's a nice little week, but... It's a week where we're watching gold rally as the ten-year note, as the bond market explodes higher. This we're better at the ten-year note now 2.7 seven and rising. Uh, mortgage rates above five percent. Do you know just a little digging here when you have the gold markets rallying? When the bond market is, is when yields are rising in the bond markets, that is a huge signal. And we've seen it uh, the last time, really, when you, you look at these things, you go back to the housing crisis, the financial crisis, all of those things. Uh, th- this is the way that investors, if you will, are saying, okay, yeah, this isn't. Rates are rising, but not because everything's wonderful and the economy's so great and all of these things. This is showing you a lot of stress out in the marketplace. And, and Jason, uh, I think a lot of people get it. The Fed's in a box. Uh, inflation is, is going to be much worse. And, and what, where the Fed would have to get to as far as raising rates, uh, in order to actually fight the inflation, I don't think anybody out there thinks the Fed has the stomach for it, Jason.
1: No, well, I mean, and in, in, in Joe, it's uh, yeah, this. This is the uh, this is the situation they created, you know. And, and uh, why do I get the feeling that behind the scenes, Joe? Because really, what comes down to it, there's a lot of rich guys that own that central bank, and uh, they're probably kind of smacking their lips that all the o- buying opportunities that are getting ready to come their way, right? Yeah, well,
0: you know, remember, uh, the, the, the best buying opportunities isn't when, uh, the, the markets are, are raging higher. It's actually in the crashes. That's where, uh, all the opportunities are. And, uh, I think this will be no different, right? There, there's gonna be, uh, the people that, that have prepared and understand what's coming are the ones that are gonna be able, uh, to take the biggest advantage Uh, when this whole thing comes crashing down, right? I mean, this is just, let's face it, this is where guys like, uh, you know, Warren Buffett, and that's where they make all their money, right? They make all their money on the crashes. And, and I think we're getting ready here. Uh, there, there there's so many places to go today, uh, to talk about uh, it, it, can the Fed actually do what it's saying it's going to do? And by and large, everyone's saying no. Uh, so some people say as soon as the Fed's funds rate. So right now, we're at a quarter of a percent. We know, uh, next month, okay, they're gonna go 50 basis points. We know that. So that's .75. Right now, everybody kind of agrees that in June it's another 50. Okay, so that's gonna be, at one, two, five, uh, and a lot of people are saying, hey, that's about it. Like the, if the Fed goes, tries to go to one and a half, the whole thing's gonna break. Uh, Goldman Sachs says the Fed funds rate has to be so much higher than four percent for the Fed to fight inflation that Jason essentially, they just can't do it.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I man, they can't do it. They have they have to choose. It's it's been pick your poison for a while, Joe. And and uh, you raise the rates, you crash the market. You uh, you keep the rates low and start printing money, then uh, well, inflation just rages. And so, uh, yeah, I, I I think they're trying to play a little bit of both sides as long as they can, Joe. But
0: eventually, it's going to let me be, tell you right now. Down. I think we're going to find out. We're, we're going to learn. We're going to learn. I've said it forever. The Federal Reserve doesn't care about us. And as soon as they reverse course, you're going to see firsthand they really don't care. Uh, In other words, I guess what I'm trying to tell you is uh, I think Goldman Sachs is right. Uh, The Fed doesn't have the stomach for it. They're going to go out and bail out their banker buddies. Uh, And I think they're going to Before I, I don't think we get through the end of the year before the Fed pulls back and goes the other way. Joe, you can't expect... Anybody to buy a home,
1: uh, and I just ran it. Let's just say you had a $400,000 mortgage. Because well, let's face it, an average home, it could be about $600,000. But regardless, if you get a mortgage for about $400,000 at 3%, you're at $1,900. And at 5%, you're at $2,400, Joe. And we're going to 6% next month. You know, so... It's, it's that is why their interest rates won't go up very much. I think they can try to push it towards one and a half percent, and then they're just going to pull the whole thing back. So, Joe, your, your October surprise—that's—I mean, somewhere around that time is when those rates are. Are they going to pull those yep. rates and start printing like uh, crazy?
0: October's on the clock, if, and, and I highly advise everybody out there if you're you're getting—and I know everyone's. Hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm waiting for the perfect time. This is the perfect time. Uh, that, that October's not very far away. Joe, It's, uh, it's, it's
1: 7% think... interest, that goes up another $500 in your payment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, Joe, I'm telling you, there's no way. They, they, it's, it's impossible to have
0: a market like this. 800 Picture 592, Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. 800 951 592 Patriot Radio News Hour on this Friday. And, uh, we're targeting October. Uh, October, and remember, uh, executive order from the Biden administration. Having the Attorney General, the Treasury Department, the Federal Reserve. Get ready for a digital currency, and, and they wanted 210 days, so that was started in March. By the way, the executive order was in March, to have a legislative proposal for a digital currency. And, again, I think this is just setting us up, right? They know, hey, we're going to pretend to fight inflation in May. We're going to pretend to fight it in June. Uh, we're going to uh, def- uh, pretend to fight it in August because that's how the uh, schedule breaks out. And then there's going to be, they're going to hit that wall. We're going to have liquidity problems in the bond market. There's no way. They can't sell that balance sheet off. It's not going to happen. Remember, they've tried this before. And nowhere near at $95 billion a month. Nowhere close to that level and ran into problems. And that was when things were good. But you know we're not acting alone. And we know that the EU's been talking about their digital currency. Uh, But how about our little friends to the north, right? The Canadians. They are getting ready to do a couple of things. Number one, Canada's, Jason, getting ready to announce a two year ban on foreign people buying Canadian real estate, right? So they're, they're trying to, uh, limit everybody swooping in. I got a funny feeling there, there's a lot of money that would love to swoop in and pick up uh, you know, that, cause you know, let's face it, Canada's got, they got, what do they got? They got real stuff there. They, they've got agriculture, they got lumber, they've got oil, right? They've got things that are real. Uh, but the other big thing was something that was in, uh, the Canadian budget. And I don't know, uh, how I missed, it. I gotta think, it was actually Connie sent this to me, uh, because I had missed it. But in their budget for 2022, they put some things in there uh, that really align with what we're proposing, the establishment of funding to create a central bank. Digital currency for Canada. So uh, Canada now says, hey, we've got it in our budget. Of course, we uh, Joe Biden, through executive orders, got it in their budget. The EU's got it in their budget. Chase, I mean, it's coming.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and protecting foreign investors from buying their land, that's something that America won't do. And that's because there's one difference, Joe. Our Our central bank has the world reserve currency, and they're able to back up all this money printing by saying, "Well, we have we have this all this uh, gu- guaranteed government-controlled land that you can, you know, if things go wrong, you we, we have something here for you." And then Canada doesn't have that ability; they don't have the world reserve currency. So, I, uh, major difference there, Joe. And and man, what what happens when the dollar leaves the? world reserve currency and all these dollars uh, that these other countries still have in possession, they're only going to be able to buy stuff in America with dollars. <laughs> they're going to buy everything they can get because, Joe you know, there's uh, not going to be anything else of value to use those treasuries for.
0: Yeah, Chapter 9, Section 2 of the Canadian Budget. In the last several months, for example, there have been a number of high-profile examples both around the world and here in Canada, where digital assets and cryptocurrencies have been used to avoid global sanctions and fund illegal activity. See, you can't have that!
1: Can't, right, have, the, the, can't have that, Joe. can have criminals. Uh... The
0: Bitcoin, right, the stable, they're bad! They're bad! It's... it's uh, avoiding sanctions, it's all you people that want to do illicit activities. Uh, same thing with cash, right? Cash bad. So the government in their 2022 budget is now intention to launch a financial sector legislative review focused on the digitalization of money and maintaining financial sector stability and security right now remember there's a couple things we've been hearing a lot label uh, this this global order of rules right this is what we've been hearing uh, you're hearing it from the Biden administration you're hearing it from the EU you're hearing it from Canada when they talk about the Russia Ukraine Russia's violating the global uh, rules based system that we have in place. We do. See, they're, they're already well on, right? And, it, and it's part of it, just happened. All of a sudden, uh, it, it, we got a global based rule system, Jason.
1: Yeah, and you got to. It's
0: just thrown in there.
1: You got to translate some of the language. So, uh, you know, whether it was your term or it was on the uh, article, Joe, illicit activities we need to translate that for now on joe that 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 that, that translates out to uh, privacy illicit activity right. privacy it. that's all that is illicit activity privacy amen to that <laughs>
0: amen to that that is absolutely talking about you can't have privacy when they talk about security right we need to maintain financial sector stability and security that's code for we need to track everything you do because we can't be secure if we don't know what you're doing cuz you could be going out there and uh, who you know I don't know buying bomb making material right or or spreading uh false propaganda heaven forbid you may be trying to rig elections i don't you know, could you could be doing anything we got to know The first phase of the review will be directed at digital currencies. We're going to propose $17.7 million, starting in 2022, budget to the Department of Finance to lead the review. The review will exist, so this is what we're doing right now. Right, right now we're in this 180 day quote unquote review process. Guess what? Canada, they're in the review process. The factors, how to adapt the financial sector regulatory framework and toolbox. (laughs) These guys and their tools. It's all, it's one tool. Debt, that's their toolbox. Don't let them fool you. Their framework and toolbox to manage the new digitalization risk. How to maintain the security and the stability of the financial system. See, here's what they know. If Bitcoin could truly be. And and again, why I I, I love them. All those stable coins, I love them but you understand it represents two things number 1 the dollar's done that's what it represents really truthfully hey we don't like the dollar based system that's why they that, that that's that's the big part hey we don't like it we don't want to be manipulated by the bankers at least that's what they told us that these coins were right hey we're not controlled by a central bank price is truly determined by the marketplace, right? You know, a la capitalism at its finest. You know, the invisible hand of Adam Smith, if you will. Of course, we're learning different, aren't we? I still believe. I have no proof of it. But I believe these central banks were behind the creation of this stuff from the get-go. And they just needed to work out all the kinks and all the bugs to it. But... You know, I don't know if we'll ever know.
1: Well, Joe, and here's something else. The 180-day test, you know, why, why do I get the feeling there's a lot of old-timer bankers, you know, the old Rothschilds and the older Rockefellers sitting around saying, man, uh, I wish we would have had digital currency during World War II. We could have really tested what it really means to have this out there. So why, why do I feel like they created an atmosphere in the world that's much like World War II, and now they're going to see how, how how would countries warring against each other and in economic chaos and supply line shortages how it is, how who's going to get outside of our control with this digital money? Let's find out how it works. That one hundred eighty-eight-day test, Joe—that's that's the war. That's the, that's the Ukraine war and all the other uh, quasi wars that are going to be happening in the next six months. Uh, they're testing out what, you know, how much economic control could we lose with digital currencies, or can we wrangle this
0: thing and own it? That's what this test is. So think about this, right? Manage the new digitalization risk. That's code for hey, uh, if it's not controlled by government, then it's bad. That's wh- that's what that means. Yep. Because well, what you could get taken. I mean, look at Bitcoin. It was sixty five thousand. Then it was thirty thousand. Right. that's too risky. Now it's forty thousand. Right? dollars You could get taken. That you you could get your coin stolen. Criminals use it they're trying to avoid sanctions or they're doing illicit nefarious activities all this stuff right that that's what digitalization risk means see they're worried about us they're concerned they want to protect us then they say the stability of the financial system man if we actually let it go <laughs> They'd end the financial system. We'd we'd be done. They would realize the tide would go out, and we're sitting there with thirty trillion dollars of debt.
1: And Joe, and remember, the Federal Reserve System is a criminal system. So it's just make sure we remember that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, dude. From day they one, they make they make the mob look like good people. That's the criminality of the central bank. But listen to this last line, because this is this is the. The the most important line, and again, this is in the Canadian budget, and the potential need for a central bank digital currency in Canada. See, we're looking at the risk, right? We know what that is, right? You know, boy, you guys could get taken. We we can't have that. Oh, and then we're looking at our financial system. Man, we can't, you know what? we're probably just going to have to go to the central bank system yeah there you go we're, we're, we'll just create our own and and that way we can ensure that you're safe and the financial system is safe and this is exactly it's almost a carbon copy of what it is that our administration is currently doing and 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 again the need for you to be ready this is going to happen way faster than I thought Jason
1: yeah, I mean, uh, I think by next year, there's a cryptocurrency system in place of some sort. And then I think 2023, 2024 is uh, how they uh, slowly but surely shave all of the paper money out of the system. No no more physical cash. So I, I think you set it up. First of all, you test it. 2022, man, uh, the point of no return, Joe, we're not going back. We're not going back to where we were. And they're testing how, how, how can they control it and how does it get out of their control so that they know, hey, we, we, maybe we can't control this, this facet, but this is how we can criminalize it, I guess. And then 2023, 2024, they have some sort of system in place, and they slowly start eliminating uh, physical cash throughout the world, Joe.
0: Yeah, that, uh, th- this, is, this is something now when we watch and, and think about where we're at right here. Uh, I think Jason's right. The ball is already in motion. We're going to start seeing uh, that we're going to start this shift into the central bank digital currencies. And as Jason pointed out, over the next, say, two to five years, there's going to be a phasing in and a phasing out, right? A phasing in of the digital central bank currency and a phasing out of cash in the Federal Reserve note, and ultimately involved in that, a bail-in of the banks is going to occur as well. Pedro Radio News Hour. I'm going to tell you an interesting draft resolution vote that happened yesterday. 800 uh, gold. Man, Just a great week. Uh, all the uh, moves in the interest rates and all the tough Fed talk. Uh, gold up thirteen dollars right now, nineteen forty seven. Uh, silver is higher as well, twenty four eighty three. Uh, the twenty dollar gold pieces, uh, the five dollar liberties are gone. Uh, those are we, we sold out of those yesterday, f- last day. So we were running twenty dollar liberties at twenty two hundred and forty dollars yesterday. Golds up another thirteen bucks. I'm going to hold that price, so we're going to stay at 2240 for the rest of the day. Right now, uh, we're setting up and just some numbers, and these are just you know some technical numbers. Gold's got to go way beyond this. We're looking at 1960, uh, which I I, I, w- I would not be surprised uh, if we, we we crest this number next week. A uh, close above 1960, and then it, once again we're talking about okay, we're going to be looking at uh, all-time high watches again for gold. It's a, it's just a matter of when. Uh, I think it's going to happen a lot sooner. This was a this was an important week for gold to rally when they're trying to beef up the Fed and give them credence. Uh that that just shows you I think the weakness of all of this, and I think most people expect this to end very, very badly. So you've got big money going to gold, going to, for the protection, uh get your get your orders placed, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So yesterday at the UN General Assembly The United States led the charge to suspend Russia from the Human Rights Council over its actions in Ukraine. Now, that doesn't sound like that big of a You're like, okay, yeah, that's probably going to happen. There is 175 countries voting. 93 voted in favor The funny part is, that leaves 82 countries that didn't vote in favor. Now, 24 voted against, 58 said, well, we're just not going to vote, which <laughs> essentially, that's a no vote, and all of us know that. Hey, uh, we don't want you to come out and attack us, so we're just not going to vote. Yeah, we don't want to be a part
1: of, of this. Tw- we don't want to be a part right. of this, Joe. We don't, we don't know who's going to win this thing.
0: But but again, I want to point out the closeness of this. Because in our mainstream media, you would think the whole world is against Russia. It's 93 It's pretty close. And again, I think most of the world knows this shouldn't have happened. But of the no votes, obviously the biggest one was China. China said, no, nah, not doing it. Matter of fact, yesterday, what did we announce yesterday? China has admitted, we are buying Russian coal for April delivery in Renembi. Oh, by the way, they said, uh, starting in May, we're going to buy Serbian oil, or Serbian, not Serbian, I'm sorry, Siberian oil in Renembi. China was the leaders of the no. But let me give you the list of the countries that abstained. I'm not going to name them all. I just want to highlight some of them. You may have heard of a few of these countries. Brazil said, nah, we're not voting. Cambodia said, we're not voting. Egypt didn't vote. Uh, I've got to go down there. Uh, India. Yeah, there's like, yeah, no thanks. Indonesia, uh uh-uh. How about our good friends the Iraqis? Nah, we're not voting. That's a a big deal, And, and you'll understand why in a minute. Jordan, they said no thanks. Kuwait, they said, eh, we're not that interested. Malaysia, how about this country? Maybe you've heard of it. Mexico said, eh, no thanks. Mongolia, Nigeria, I'm getting to a point here, it'll take me a minute, Qatar said no thanks, Saudi Arabia said no thanks, Singapore said no thanks, the United Arab Emirates, Thailand, right, they all said nah. Now, a lot of these countries was OPEC. Because Iran said no, yep. right? Russia said no. But Venezuela, right, they said no. In addition to pretty much every OPEC country said no thanks. Most of the Asian countries, why I mentioned countries like Kuwait, Thailand, and others, they said no thanks. This is a huge, huge thing that's happening. We keep talking about Brenton Woods three, and, and again, obviously I'm not doing a good enough job explaining it because there shouldn't be a phone line open right now. This is how big this week has been. This is a monumental week. We went to the UN for this draft resolution and essentially half the world said no thanks. And Jason, this is a huge message. And, and again, we are heartbeats away. Heartbeats away. From OPEC saying, you know what? We'll sell oil in whatever we want. We'll sell it in rubles. We'll sell it in renembi. And I think it doesn't end there, right? Oil's the start.
1: And Joe, right. uh, the Middle East uh, is itching to get off the petrodollar because that's that's kind of kind of a chain and shackle on them. Because can you imagine what these Middle Eastern countries can do to to, to each other, blowing each other to the bits when there's no petrodollar? Kind of keeping them quiet, uh, or, or what what they might want to do to Israel. I mean, that's 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 going to create complete chaos when the petrodollar leaves. Uh, let's just say Saudi Arabia.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that part, and I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, a lot of countries get heartburn and heartache. Because they're tied to the US dollar and all of a sudden our, our central bank goes off half cocked and it causes these nations a lot of problems. And, and I think they've been frustrated with it, but it was the only game in town, right? What's the only game in town? That's the game you got to play. I've been warning you since 2016. That was the year that they allowed China's renembi into the basket of currencies of the, you know, what they call the reserve currency basket. And remember, it doesn't happen overnight. Over the course of the last what six years, all of a sudden, now the foundation's been laid for the great rebalancing. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two us twenty dollar gold pieces at twenty two hundred and forty dollars of course these are the pre 33 gold uh, you know one of the big things for people to remember is the type of gold you buy matters it matters a lot here in the United States there's Two different types of gold as far as the government's concerned. There's collectible gold, and then there's gold bullion. Well, what's what's the difference? Well, the collectible gold, it, and it's actually, the, of all the things the government does, this probably is the most simple thing. It's shockingly simple. The only collectible gold the government considers pre 1933 U.S. minted. Period. End of discussion, that's it. That's what they consider to be collectible. Everything else, I don't care what it is, from a gold eagle to a maple leaf to a Krugeran to a British sovereign, Chinese panda, I mean, Bar, nugget, right, a a chunk of gold with quartz and rock around it, everything else is considered bullion. If you open a precious metals IRA, we do lots of those precious metals IRAs, you're only allowed to put bullion in it. In other words, I can put gold bars in it. I can put Canadian maple leaves in it. I can put uh, gold eagles in it. But you know what I can't put in it? Pre-33 U.S. minted gold, That's that defies logic. It's minted by our own government, but we can't put it into our... Uh-uh. It's the most private way to own gold i say it all the time why we love it because you can buy it sell it traded it. uh i don't need your t- uh 1099 I, I don't need your social security number i don't have the 1099 yet you're on your honor you're on your own but there's something else here now they took the gold away from us right in 1933 and then of course uh they paid us 67 cents Which at the time, you know, sixty-seven cents—that was, you know, that was a lot of money.
1: Four, believe it or not, about four percent, Joe, is what they were giving people.
0: Yeah, you know, that's pretty good. Of course. Well, I went ninety days, ninety days, hundred and eighty days later. They said, ah, it's now worth thirty-five bucks. (laughs) They didn't give us thirty-five bucks. And they, the, the funny thing is about this. Then they made it illegal to own gold in this country from 1933 all the way till the 70s when Nixon closed the gold window, except for there was one loophole. If you had a collectible coin, it was the only gold you could keep. Now, a lot of people say, well, the government won't confiscate gold again because gold isn't money anymore. Sounds logical. But what are we hearing about this digital money? What is
1: every, and I
0: mean, everybody says it. It's going to be commodities back. Everybody's wondering and thinking that the Chinese or the Russians, or they're, they're going to back it with gold. I don't know if they will or not. I don't know. But if this does come to pass, and all of a sudden, hey, if you want your digital currency to be used globally, you better have gold behind it. There's a situation, when you think about the size of our debts, that the government may want that bullion gold back. Because as far as the government's concerned, well, the the bullion stuff, it's it's worth about melt. That's what it's worth. Those collectible coins, though, hey, you know what? That's where all of us have our money. That loophole is going; it always remains. And I think, Jason, that's a huge difference. People need to factor it in when they're t- thinking about making gold purchases because you can buy cheaper gold. There's cheaper gold out there. There is. It's not private.
1: It's the way. It's to, not. It's, it, to it's go, definitely Joe.
0: confiscatable,
1: right, Jason? It's this definitely the way to go. It's definitely the way to go. And I mean, and look what the Fed did. 1913, they got their power, and by 1933, gold, well, 1934, gold was 35 instead of 20. And Joe, it took them 20, 21 years. And look at this gold was basically around $1,100 in 2015. And now in 2022, it's 1950. They did it in seven years, Joe. It's about the same ratio, Joe. Look at that,
0: right? Yeah, and, and, and you know, this is how scummy these guys are. Because they knew when they took it, they were going to revalue it. They're so not going to give it to you now. If they confiscate gold, and I don't know that they will or they won't. But it's definitely a possibility. They'll pay you for it. And I mean, by the time that rolls around, I mean gold going to be three, four, five, ten thousand. Who knows? Whatever you'll get digital currency for it the problem is then they're going to revalue it cuz that's why they'll take it hey in order to pay and and let, let's let's be realistic here a crash is coming our debt is 30 really factor in this the the federal reserve's balance sheet our debt's 40 trillion and rising with a crash we all know what are we going to see Forget about 50 trillion. We're going to see 60, 70, 80 trillion. In order for the digital, uh, Federal Reserve note to compete globally, they're going to need to revalue that gold price. You know it and I know it. Patriot Radio News Hour. Wouldn't it be great to be able to have the gold when it gets revalued? There's only one way to do it and that's pre-33 gold. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 592 Digital currency is a given. The dollar's done. Cash is going to be over. All of you folks with the cash, large quantities of cash sitting at home, bad idea. Cause you know, when you need to bring it to the bank, there's going to be a form waiting for you. There's no doubt about that. The, the confiscation issue, I don't know. All I know is China loves gold. Russia loves gold. India. Loves gold. I mean, India, Central Bank, they're buying like 20 tons a month now. All of OPEC loves gold. It makes a lot of sense. Hey, why should we use you? We've been using the dollar for uh, since the 40s. Well, ours is backed by gold. Oh, okay. That's a good reason. The last time they confiscated gold, there was a 70% revaluation. You didn't get the 70%. I mean, if gold was four thousand, let's say, and this happened, and I don't, you know, we don't know—we're speculating. A seventy percent revaluation would add what another uh, twenty-eight hundred dollars to the price of gold. Well, guess who benefited from the last confiscation? All the all the guys that had their collectible gold coins, and all of a sudden, the price of gold went up seventy percent. What do you think it did to the collectibles? That's that's why we love it so much. U.S. twenty-dollar gold pieces, right? 1866 to 1907. They're at twenty-two hundred and forty dollars. Uh, gold's up again. Gold's had a great week this week. I know it's only, you know, wasn't up a ton, maybe ten, fifteen dollars. But up in the fact that the bond market's blowing out and the Fed's pretending to talk tough, uh, it just tells you risk is on right now and people are worried and they're heading to the gold markets 800-9510592 and really quick Jason here's the power of gold 3 weeks ago not even Russia announced that they would buy gold for 5 a gram of gold for 5000 rupees they were uh, rubles i'm sorry and they were trying to protect the ruble cuz the ruble was getting kicked At the time, 5,000 rubles was about $1,600 an ounce for gold. And, of course, gold was like 1900 bucks. Yesterday they announced, we're done doing that. And the reason being, the ruble rallied so hard that today 5,000 rubles would mean that Russia would be buying gold for like $2,050 an ounce, $100 pretty much higher than where it is today. So Russia now says, hey, listen, we're just going to go back to buying it at, at, at the regular price. Sounds like experimentation, Joe. That's the power think about what's happening in Russia today. They're banned from everything. Business pulled out left and right, and yet the ruble today today is actually a little bit higher than when the invasion started. That's the power of gold. That's that's why you own it right there.
1: And Joe, I 800- don't Joe, I don't think there'll be confiscation. You know why? Because they've, they've got the everything confiscation. It's called inflation. And even before it got bad last year, it was 2% or whatever per year. They can confiscate whatever they want. They just make you pay more for everything, Joe. So they don't need to confiscate gold. They confiscated gold the first time because it was competition to their new monetary system, Joe. That's why they confiscated it.
0: Yeah, this time they may confiscate it again because everybody else is using it as competition. That's yep. the part we yep. don't know.
1: That's what we don't That's know. That's
0: the part we don't know, right?